Hi, I'm Dr. Taryn McCarthy, business owner, orthodontist, motivational speaker, and mom. After 20 years of striving for success in business, I'm starting the conversation about the business of happiness. True success in life is realized when we achieve inner fulfillment. Join me in the conversation with business leaders and entrepreneurs looking to reignite their passions and redefine success. Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. Hello and welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and today we're in for a humdinger. My question to you is, is your resistance to forgiveness keeping you from making money? Oh, it's a tough one today. We're going to dig deep and we're going to confront some old stories that maybe you've been uncomfortable with in the past. But how has your limitations on forgiveness affected you financially in real dollars and cents? Thank you, as always, for joining me for our last episode and for all the episodes that you have been listening to. You know, I... I need to get better at this, but I would be so grateful if you would leave me a review. Leaving reviews on any platform really supports me to be able to reach more listeners and to empower our business leaders and leaders of our own dreams to find fulfillment and happiness. That's the purpose of this whole gig, people. (laughs) I just want everybody to be able to find happiness and live every day as if This day is a wonderful day. That's why we start so many of our podcasts saying today is going to be a great day because every day has that potential. And I never, ever want for any of us to be just pushing through to only live for our lives for the weekend because every day is valuable and you have within you the greatest potential to find happiness in every day. I believe it. I believe it completely. And always remember to find me on the Business of Happiness over on Facebook and my private Facebook account, which you're welcome to join our private Facebook group called the Business of Happiness Hive, a great resource if this content speaks to you. And as always, please refer a friend if you know that there's somebody who could benefit from this great insight on how to move your business forward and find enormous abundance and wealth and success in your business, but also how to find that happiness and fulfillment within. So is it time today we're going to talk about, is it time to forgive yourself your old stories of wealth, your old relationship with money, so that you can tap into abundance. That abundance that everybody else around you seems to have. Or do you have so much resentment for someone else who maybe took advantage of you financially or wronged you in some way that you can't move forward and it's holding you back from realizing wealth with your business or success with your business or even your personal finances. You know, it's true. Money can't buy you happiness. But here's what I would like to propose. Happiness can increase your wealth. It's true. 
this is the exact opposite. Money can't buy you happiness, but I'm telling you that happiness can increase your wealth. And I don't mean that in just some esoteric way that, you know, when you start looking around, you realize the abundance that you actually have. That is a powerful practice, my friend. I absolutely believe in that. I believe in taking account every day in in the form of gratitude and form of a gratitude practice of everything that you do have and recognizing the abundance and the wealth that you do have, not just that you own, but in the resources and the relationships and the opportunities and the potential around you to make more wealth. But I'm talking about real dollars and cents. I'm talking to that business owner that's just starting out, that entrepreneur that really wants to make a business, that has a passion for what he or she is doing, and those negative stories about money, old stories, old wounds that you've been unable to forgive are just holding you back from realizing the greater wealth that you could have, the greater potential, the greater success even within your own personal financial management, even if you're not the owner of a company or opening up a new business, but especially when you are, it is critical to clean up those old misconceptions around money. Why is the story so important? Why is this so personal to me? Because I've lived this, my friend. I've lived this myself. And what I learned through the process was that my mindset and my relationship with money had to change. And when it did, everything changed. I became so much more capable of finding success in my business. And then I came to another plateau. And when I reached that next plateau and I realized there was still something I needed to clean up, I realized what it was, was forgiveness. I had to forgive myself for my old stories about money. You know, I highly recommend, oh, I thought I had it with me, but I don't. I wanted to introduce you to this phenomenal book. It's called The Calling, and it's written by Raw Goddess, and it's an excellent book for anybody who's trying to start out a new business, who is looking to get themselves excited and galvanized about a new entrepreneurial venture. Excellent, excellent book, and she is someone that, has been so inspirational to me uh, over time. But what I want to focus on is what she talks about as the five root causes for limiting financial beliefs. I'm going to talk about them because I'm going to show you how forgiving each of these can give you greater freedom and greater potential for earning more money. What happened to me in my experience when I hit that plateau I was talking about was we had been working to growing our new orthodontic business. Uh, My partner and I, we had focused on our values. We were growing this beautiful business. And with any business that you need to take out an enormous loan for overhead, just to get your feet off the ground, just to get your business off the ground. You know, there's some businesses where you don't need a lot of physical purchases that need to happen in order to get going. But there are some that do. We needed equipment. We needed chairs. We needed scanners. We needed a digital x-ray machine. Very high ticket priced items that we had to take a huge loan out for, close to a million dollars to outfit our space before we made one dollar in terms of patient care. 
So when we did this, we realized there would also be some operational costs. So as with any business that needs to take on this big overhead ahead of time, we needed some working capital. So we knew that we would be paying ourselves from this loan for a little while. And it was part of the plan and we knew how we were going to pay it back after we'd started finally making some profit in the business, which every business realistically has to reach. There has to be a time where you're putting in more effort, making less money, and then slowly over time, that algorithm flips and you start being able to make more money by putting in less time. And that's very specific to each profession. But when I'm talking about my experience here, I want to talk about that exact turning point where all of a sudden we started to get paid. The money coming in was greater than the money we owed. And there was this moment in time I remembered so clearly. And my partner, Megan, oh my gosh, you know, this was an interesting moment for both of us because it was such a great mirror to the truth of our situation. We wrote our first check to ourselves. That was a nice, decent-sized check, the first bonus that we received above and beyond what we were paying ourselves just to survive. And we each wrote this check. We celebrated it. It was a huge, exciting event. And three months later, Megan came to me and she said, Taryn, why have you not cashed your check? For three months, my friends, I was sitting on that check. I had earned it. I had put in the time. I had put in the sweat equity. I had given so much of myself with honorable services and taken great care of my patients. And I was rewarded with money coming into our business. We had paid all of our bills, paid our dues, paid our team, even provided scholarships for free to students in our community who needed money to go to college. And I had so much trouble cashing this check. And I knew I needed to face some truths about my old relationships with money. Over those years, what I'd done is I'd created a new story for myself. And that's a story. It was just very simple. It was just that I work very hard and I don't get paid very much. That was the story I told myself. And it got stuck and I needed to release it. But more importantly than releasing it is I had to forgive it. I had to forgive it. So let's go back to Ra Goddess's five root causes for limiting financial beliefs. And you, I'll show you how I had a little touch of a few of them that were sticking to me. And maybe these speak to you and an old story that you have around money. The first one is lack. And that limiting belief is very pervasive in so many cultures. And that's the idea of there's just not enough to go around. And so many of us, when we're starting out a business, feel that way. We start feeling like there's not enough for our customers or our clients or our patients to also pay us, compensate us for our services. That old story might be something that's holding you back from receiving or charging or asking for the value of your services. One way for us to address that is number one, first to acknowledge it. That's the first step in forgiveness. The, the idea that there's the sacred art of acceptance. 
That's the first stage of forgiveness is recognizing and then accepting, oh yes, this is what I've always felt. And maybe it's a story from your childhood. Maybe it's a perception that you had growing up where there just wasn't enough. And that conversation was always happening in your household of there's not enough, there's not enough, there's not enough to go around. And then the second part of it is forgiving yourself for having had that conversation, forgiving yourself for allowing that story to stick to you. Maybe forgiving someone else for putting that story on you. That's another powerful exercise because, you know, and I've heard this quote that I've been, it's been attributed to um, Gandhi and Nelson Mandela. I'm not sure who originally said this, but resentment is like drinking poison and hoping the other guy dies. Something like that. I'm probably butchering that quote, but I'm sure you've heard some version of that. And that's what forgiveness releases. Because when we hold on to resentment, the only person who's getting hurt is ourselves. And we know this in so many incidences. Why don't we apply this to money? Understanding that all of us are really just doing the very best with what we have. Do you believe that? Do you believe that others outside of yourself and yourself included just make decisions and choices in the moment with the information that you have at hand and that we each wake up in the morning with the goal of doing our very best? Have you ever in your life thought, today I'm going to do my worst? (laughs) No. And How can you find in yourself the humility for understanding that the same is true for everyone in your past? That they were just doing the very best with what they had. And probably there was a huge sense of fear around money if they embedded in you this sense of lack, that there just isn't enough. So my question to you is, what is the exact opposite? The exact opposite of not enough is enormous abundance. And when you start to look around you and see, wow, people spend a lot of money on Starbucks coffee. They have money. They have money to be able to afford my services. Hell, I spend a lot of money on Starbucks coffee. I have money to be able to pour into a drink that honestly, five out of seven times, I pour the last third down the drain. How many dollars do I have in abundance for me to be able to do that? There is so much abundance. So if you feel like this might be a story that you've told yourself in the past, number one, acknowledge it. And then number two, forgive and release it. Let it go and start looking at the exact opposite. The second root cause that Ra Goddess talks about is I'm not worthy. And this one is one of those weird little things that we get attached to our identity and to our worth. And the question I have for you is, is it true? Is it true that you're not worthy of accepting money? That's such an uncomfortable one for me because this is one that I've dealt with in the past, that I felt unworthy. That a story that I used to have is that I have to slave and push and sacrifice before I can even earn a dollar. I have to really prove my worth. In my past, that's been a story that I've told myself, that it doesn't come easily. Once again, 
the most beautiful thing to be able to do is look at that story, recognize it, acknowledge it, see that it it has some truth in my past, and then to let it go. Letting it go also makes room for new stories. Letting it go makes room for compassion, for understanding. Even if you can look at it as tuition for a lesson that you've learned, now I've learned that about myself. And another great technique to take away the emotion and the pain and the hurt from an old story like this one, I'm not worthy. I mean, that brings up a ton of emotions and insecurities. But one interesting way to just take the edge off of that pain is to look at it with an idea of curiosity. Literally say to yourself, isn't that interesting? Huh, isn't that interesting? I have a history of not feeling worthy of earning a lot of money. Interesting. Immediately it takes away the pain and you can start confronting it and forgiving that old story and then acknowledging that you are worthy. Of course you are. Every single human being is. The third root cause for limiting financial beliefs is I might be changed. This is another interesting one that might ring a bell with you. If I make more money, I might be a different person. And so then you hold yourself back from receiving more money or working towards money or making confident, clear decisions about finances is that idea of, I don't want to get too much money because I might be a changed person. Forgiveness is huge with this concept because not only do you have to give your, forgive yourself for that attitude, but if you have an idea that you might be changed, then you're probably thinking of another human who has more money than you that you dislike. Ooh, that's forgiveness. That's where forgiveness comes in to forgive that other person. And forgive yourself for judging them. Many people feel this way when someone who has had more wealth or their perception that someone has had more wealth, because the truth of it is we never know someone's financial status. You never do. But the idea that someone who we perceive has more wealth than us has done us wrong in some way. Or perhaps that they've taken advantage of us, true advantage of us in our past, either stolen from us or a business partner that wasn't fair in financial management or even a spouse that robbed us of some money in the past through a divorce or a sibling who maybe took advantage of finances of ours. How can we find it in our hearts to forgive that person solely so that we can move on for ourselves? Because when you have that fear, this might change me, that's where this strange concept of money dirties people, that people who are wealthy are not good people, that they've had to step on other people to get to where they are. And what do you think is embedded in that? It's an old story where maybe you've been hurt in the past. But is this limiting belief holding you back from being able to earn more money, to ask more for your services, to be more honest with yourself in terms of the way that you manage money? You know, we cling onto these old grievances with the illusion that we are the grievances. 
And we forget that it's our mind that makes the past alive again. We relive it and relive it and relive it and complain and feel hurt over and over and over again. When you run those old stories in your mind, that's all you're doing is you're reawakening that experience and you're reliving that pain. It's actually not solving any problems. It's not getting you at all to a place of peace and where you can actually take ownership for your actions. We forget that we are the magicians that bring these old stories back to life and we start to be fooled by those illusions that we've created. We start to be fooled that this defines us or defines another person. The fourth limiting belief about money that Ra Goddess talks about is, I'm afraid of what it's going to take. And this is where I implore you to believe in your potential. I implore you that you are capable of so much more than you think. And sometimes, especially with business owners who are launching a new business from scratch, you start to see a little bit of momentum happening. You start to hear, see a little bit of interest in your product or your service or your business and things start picking up and the panic sets in. Oh my gosh, what does this mean? Can I keep up with this? My dreams are now too big for my ability. And that is not true. You are capable of so much more than you give yourself credit for. And when you start allowing that thought process to sink in, now the wealth can come in and now you can support help. Now you can start hiring people to support you with your mission. That's how it always works. You've got to launch this business off the ground before you can start actually paying for help. You have to start getting some income and know that you're going to be just fine. There are so many great things about hiring other people, other experts. You're providing another person with an income. You're sharing in the energy. Now your business can really start to be something great and you can live up to your dreams. But first, forgive yourself that old feeling of fear that I won't be able to keep up with my dreams. Let it go. And then once you let go and you have compassion for yourself, now it makes room for potential. The last root cause that Ra Goddess talks about for limiting financial beliefs is I've got issues with capitalism. And capitalism, that is just the idea that we live in the society where we have an economic and political system in which trade and industry is controlled by private and corporate owners for profit. And many of us have a problem with that because it goes against our entrenched values. And we feel like there are people who are suffering because of it. And although that is true, is this limiting belief about living in a capitalist society, which we do, holding you back from being able to receive more wealth? I wanna give you the example of Oprah Winfrey. Do you see the enormous good things that she can do in this world? Have you noticed that she's started a school for children, for girls in South Africa who have been oppressed? What a huge gift she gave to these, these women and how many lives has she been able to touch because of her wealth? Yes, we live in a capitalist society, but how can you be a part of that? And if your values 
tell you that there's something uncomfortable with it? How can you use it to your advantage and make a change, make an impact, honor your values, forgive yourself that you've, that's held you back in the past and really dig into that feeling of, I want to make a difference. I want to help people. I want to be there for the people who can't take advantage of my services. I want to be able to get to a point where I can financially support and donate my care to those people who are less wealthy. And maybe address that tension that your own inability to offer it for free is holding you back. And know that you need to be able to forgive that so that you can receive more abundance. So I'm going to leave you with this final quote from Martin Luther King Jr. He said, forgiveness is not an occasional act. It's a daily attitude. And I ask you to consider this for yourself. Have you forgiven yourself your old stories about wealth and money? And have they limited you coming this far? Have they held you back from seeing the success that every day you're craving? And can you forgive yourself so that you can open up room for your greater potential? I believe in you. And as you know, I believe from the bottom of my heart that when you feel good, that's when you can do good. Thank you again for listening to this episode of the Business of Happiness podcast. And as always, if this has spoken to you and if you think you know a friend who needs to hear this or if you believe the exact opposite and you have some new insight to share with me so that I can learn, please share this episode and leave a comment below. And as always, today is going to be a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you again for joining me on this week's episode of the Business of Happiness podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And if you know of a colleague who could benefit from the perspective, empower their day and share this episode with them. Or check out more episodes at embracethelead.com. I look forward to exploring fulfillment in business with you again next week. And remember, today is going to be a great day.